All right, hey everybody, welcome back. Vinny Fisher here, the podcast show of Total CEO. Hey, for some of my tribe out there, you've seen that we've launched a new brand in our ecosystem called Total Team. The whole business is designed around helping to hire, train, and retain A players. We're doing something real unique there. We actually built an entire system to manage that team department. And so for that, we help to people to deal with all the parts that go along from hire to fire and everything in between. So if you want to check that out, go check us out at TotalTeam.com. Also what that means is that I've handed off the reins over at Fully Accountable to one of our business partners, Chris Giorgio, who is our acting CEO, and he's got lots of fun things going on there. So we have two brands under the umbrella, and so we're real excited about that. As everybody knows, on this show, we are always focused on you, the business owner. So we are ever striving to have great guests on our show who deal with growing businesses. And so I've got one today where we're going to talk about the systems and process you need in your e-commerce company to truly take it beyond six and seven figures. You know, you can start selling a product and all of a sudden have great success and have nothing around you. Well, Aaron O'Sullivan has figured out how to deal with that for lots of his clients. Aaron, welcome to the show. Hey, Vinny, thank you so much for having me on board today. All right, bud, thanks for being here. So real quick, before we go into anything else, I just wanna let our tribe know, if they wanna check you out, Aaron, you can go to systemscultureimpact.com and later we'll talk about at forward slash total CEO where you have some branded stuff for them off of our show. But if they wanna check you out, in our link here below in our live show, you go to systemscultureimpact.com and you can go to forward slash total CEO and Aaron's got some fun stuff for you. But Aaron, your whole gig, everything you've done is to take what you've learned in e-commerce and your brands and the things you've built up and you've done that over and over and replicated and your key focus, I love it, is building better systems, culture to really come alongside the e-com Amazon person to build an entire business around whatever product he or she is actually selling. So let's dive right into that. That's awesome. Is there anything, Aaron, my favorite new London friend, that I've missed <laughs> in there that you'd want our audience to know about you as we dive into some of this stuff? Now that's that's pretty much it. To be honest, I've been I've been building brands online since 2013 and realized there's a huge problem with you know how to go from you know, just being a, you know, great at the technical aspects of building a business online, selling products to actually growing an actual team and being a leader and having structures and systems to enable that to happen. Yeah, so let me ask you a question. So this e-com, our world's filled with a bunch of them. Our whole expertise and what we do at Fully Accountable and quite honestly, a total team, we seem to be around digital-based companies. We have a lot of e-commerce companies. So we always find that it's one guy or gal with maybe two or three people, but usually him or her in like one go-to person and they're hanging on with this like late six-figure product business, running out of inventory, struggling with keeping up to the demands of their reviews and their product and their stuff and having nice margins, might I add, but freaking out and probably not even, <laughs> I'd say, happy, like just generally miserable making a bunch of money. Where do you find this person along the process? Or did I describe the first stage of the client when it comes to you? Yeah, you absolutely nailed it. That's pretty much most of the people that come into my world are, you know, they started out, they built a business, they've got some traction success, but then they've reached the capacity. They've got all these plates spinning. They've got, you know, maybe one handler, one project manager that they, they handle stuff off to 
but they're, yeah, they're freaking out. And that was me actually in 2014. I was like, I was freaking out at one point as well. And uh, I understood that, it, you know, it took me a while to join the dots, but after a while, it was clear that you need systems to, to really get consistent. All right, so what actually happened here, Aaron? Like, let's, let's, this is where I love to help our listeners. Like, what actually <laughs> either went on light bulb wise or where did you hit the bottom of the pit that you finally realized? Like, what happened that caused this, yeah. this big shift to happen for yeah. you? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, like I said, 2013, uh, started my physical product business, launched a bunch of products, things started to go well. Um, the, you know, it started to, to grow quickly. I started to launch a couple of new brands. And then 2014, things started to, uh, you know, go a bit downhill. I started to plateau and I had all these plates spinning. Things started to break. I was freaking out. And uh, I really, what it really helped me change was I let my, uh, I broke a promise to my daughter. Uh, she's, she's only young, but I promised that I'd pick her up and I didn't because I had a fire breakout. Mm. My business happened a couple of times. So, you know, at that point I knew someone had to, to change. And um, from there I was involved in building a, a large team in the Philippines of like 45 staff. And it was my role to, to really figure out the systems and processes within that. But distilling all that experience from being over in the Philippines and now, you know, I got a great insight of what works kind of at scale and what needs to work to get these entrepreneurs who are stuck at, you know, anywhere between you know, five figures to six figures a month uh, and what it takes to kind of unlock them in terms of their, their time and their revenue in their business. Yeah. So, you know, one of the struggles I have, Aaron, I'll just be real is like, you know, I'm a, I'm the visionary. I kind of understand consumer engagement. So I, I'm a good copywriter. I can, I can write things I can sell that doesn't necessarily lend well to having a mindset that will put the structure and process in place to operate the business. So like, how do you bridge that gap for the entrepreneur who's probably made more of their initial success off of, of seeing a product whole or being clever in their advertisements and marketing. And so how do you deal with that? So it's, it's a challenge to, to get clear on the awareness. It's, I think it's a big awareness piece. Okay. So there's you know, a thousand things you can do in your business. What is the thing which is your genius mm. zone? What, where, what is the thing where you add the most value to your business? You know, everybody's going to be different, but a lot of people it's the creative the visionary, the branding, the, the kind I of strategy. I find that to be over the top, right, Aaron? I mean, let's be honest. We can come up with numbers, but it's something greater than 50% of the people tend to be more creative-based who kind of go off on their own, do their own thing. So, you know, your clientele should probably, I don't know, north of 75% of the people be more creative types that, you know, probably lean towards more tie-dyes and flip-flops than we do a business suit and a tie. And so I'm not, I'm just teasing. It doesn't matter how you dress, but you know, I can think about structure, Aaron, but I don't necessarily sit down and, and, and map it out and, 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 and do all those things. As a matter of fact, I run away from it. And the way to solve a problem for me is, you know, I believe in the idol that gross revenue solves all problems. And so that gets me in all kinds of trouble. And when I freak out, I'll just go sell more stuff. So mm -hmm. what do you do to grab hold of the squirrely guy who's probably 80% of your clients and you say self-awareness, but I can be aware of the fact that I have a process problem, but how do I, what do you, what are the bite-sized things I start to do to deal with it? So first and foremost, I'll be just getting rid of all the stuff, which frankly, you know, pisses you off to do, or excuse my language if, I, if I'm not allowed yeah, to hey, I mean, it is. I, I, I mean, whether that's offensive, <laughs> but we'll let the ears hear that one, but right, I do you know, yeah. uh, discouraged about things that are plates spinning that 
you know, I'll just ignore them because I don't want to do them anyway. Yeah. So it comes to a point where, you know, there's going to, there's, there needs to, a shift needs to happen, right? If you are doing all the stuff which irritates you and you're, you know, frankly, you know, you can do it, you're probably good at it, but you know that there's a better place to spend your time. You know, we're all pretty much aware of these, these things. I can, you know, most people can name a, a handful off the bat of the things where they just know they need to get rid of it. Um, whether or not it's going to be something, you know, high frequency, which is easily to, you know, easy to outsource or, um, like, or it's, it's just really about getting clear on the things where you just want to get rid of ASAP and, and doing everything you can to, to offload. Yeah, that's, I'll tell you. And so that's probably the first piece of your program, right? Is to like, like kind of take me through counseling to get inside my own head to kind of deal with that. So let's just say for sake of the discussion to keep it moving forward that I'm actually listening and I'm a client and I hear you. All right, Aaron, I, my business is stuck at like doing plus minus a hundred grand and I, I, I want it to go more. Like what's the first thing after like, I agree that I'm a mess. Where do you take somebody? So firstly, most of the people that I deal with and I meet are, they've got no, they're like, I've got no time. I've got no time to do this because I've got so much going on and spin all these plates. Where do I even begin? Yeah. I've got, so it's really about unlocking you know, 10 hours in your week. First, figuring out you know, how you can unlock some of this time to start removing yourself out of your current hole that you're stuck in. So Most you, people you, become you, you deal with like, is your first thing you do is just get rid of some of that. What'd you call it? I like that high frequency, get rid of some of that stuff real quickly so you can get out from underneath the busyness of your job. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's really kind of four different things that what I do when I first work with somebody is right, we do a download, it. we do a download out of all the things that they've worked on in the past couple of weeks and months and just, you know, a high level download. And then I encourage them. I say, how, do, how do you do that? Because like, if I'm like, do you make do you, like, is this someone who's just kind of guessing? Cause if you're not tracking it, you really don't know. Right. So yeah. Yeah. So what it is initially it's a download to get clear on the, the general, the, the kind of stuff that you, the tasks that you do, but now it moves into a, a three to five window uh, day window of tracking their time. And mm. just, you know, a lot of people initially are like, Oh, it sounds like such a, a pain in the backside. But what happens is quickly, it's just to gain the awareness. So to, to track everything that you do in, in a single day and there's apps to do it or there's you know, a simple kind of spreadsheet you can use. But really this really kind of gains clarity for people in order to first download the things that they do and how long things take. Because when I first done this, I was completely, I was being completely delusional how productive I thought I was being. I thought I was being like a, you know, some sort of ninja. But when I, when I looked at where, where I was spending my time in a day, Vinny, it was, it was quite, it was quite shocking and kind of embarrassing. You may know a good buddy of mine, Tony Gredmeyer from uh, Ship Offers. I don't know if you know Tony. Everyone calls him Tony G, but he brought mm -hmm. me through this exercise, Aaron, where he said, hey, Vin, I, I'll challenge you. Reverse engineer tracking your day yesterday. I want you to go backwards from the last thing you did to the start of the day. Do that for a week for me. And then let's go back and look how productive your time is. This was eye-opening. And I can tell you, mm -hmm. Folks, if you get nothing else from Aaron, who, by the way, is at systemsculturimpact.com, check out his stuff. And he's even got a branded page for you, forward slash total CEO. We'll have it in the comments. But Aaron, I like this. Like, if we can get anyone to do one item, stop everybody and track your last five days. Start now and track them for a week. Your eyes will open up to the bottom of the leaky bucket as the operator of your business where you're... I'm convinced, Aaron, 
that nobody, including the guy talking right now, has an ultimate respect for time. It's the thing we give away the easiest. And if we track it, we'll start seeing where we give it away the most. Exactly. And yeah, that's the first, the first stage. Love track it. it for three to five days. Some people, you know, I've done mine for, I think it was 10 days. Some people are like, that's way too long. But just, just give it a five shot. And, yeah. and then what you can do then is basically rank it. And this is important as well. So, you know, we're in a, in a spreadsheet, we'd have a column which says, okay, uh, you need to label it one of four things. Okay, the first one's incompetent. So this comes from uh, Dan Sullivan from St Strategic Coach. So the first, the first one is you rank it in terms of you know, incompetence, which is, frankly, you don't like to do it. It irritates you. You can do it, but you know it's a waste of time. The second one is competent. Okay, yes, you can do it. It's still a drain. You know your value spec elsewhere. The third label is excellent. You are great at this. You've worked hard at it. You've got good in it. But you know as well, deep down, it's not something where you want to be doing. But then the fourth one is competent. Sorry, the, first, the, the fourth one is your, your genius zone. This is where you, you know, time disappears where you're working it. Nobody else can do this thing better than you. And it's really, that's the four labels. But, you know, getting clear on the frequency of these things are, is important as well. And then you've got a list of complete download of the things you've done previously, the things you've done over the last few days, and you can highlight quickly you know, three to five ones that you just want to get rid of and outsource. And you can just set that up quickly to, to remove from your time. You know, your All right, workplace. so download, track your uh, a window, rank them, and then what's your fourth one? Or was that Outsource the them. Outsource them. Mm -hmm. Get rid yeah. of them. Now, do you guys – for your clients, is that a service you help them with, or do you just recommend they go work like with a you know onlinejobs.ph or how? Where do you go with that with your clients? So the initial part is you know part of our, our program where we kind of roll our sleeves up together and we 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 help them gain that awareness. The second part in terms of uh, attracting and hiring talent, we have a pool of pre-screened uh, virtual talent from the Philippines. So uh, one of my great friends and partners is. Uh, I believe one of the greatest coaches in the Philippines. He reminds, I call him cheekily the, the Filipino Tony Robbins. He's uh, incredible. He's the guy we take our team to, uh, to be coached on mindset. He works wow. with huge corporations um, in, in order to, to build and, and to nurture culture. But what we are building is a, a team of pre-screened, uh, uh, sorry, a pool of pre-screened, pre pre-coached talent for e-commerce entrepreneurs to kind of tap into. Cool. And, now, do uh, they actually hire them through you or does that person end up working directly for your client? How does that work? So they're going to be working directly for the client. And the, the main difference between this and other kind of services is it's really about having them come in and be coached on mindset in terms of um, having a, a personal development plan and coached in an environment where, frankly, it's, it's kind of transformational for them. So it's not like, okay, it's just a, a hiring service, but it's, okay, this, the employees that are in the pool are basically, they have an essential model where they can, um, they can improve and it's, we gamify in the system so they can uh, ascend through the different levels and get paid at higher rates. And we connect them with the, uh, the clients who are in need of virtual talent. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And so, uh, and that's a service you do for anyone who's in your coaching program. So if they go to systemsculturimpact.com, right. whether they go to our branded page of Total C or not, they can find their way if they're an e-commerce person into this program and find a way to get a hold of you. Yeah, absolutely. Just uh, so just go to Systems Culture say, Impact and reach out. What would you say to somebody who's listening and like 
here, this would be the number one thing I'd indicator that you should be calling me that you have this red flag going on in your business. What have you learned over time? That's like kind of like some of those indicators. Uh, so some of the common ones are your businesses reached a, your e-commerce businesses reached a plateau. You know that you're, you know, you, you could be working late. It could be 10 o'clock at night. You've been working your backside off all week and you've just fighting fires, living reaction. You're you know, stuck as a bottleneck in your business. This is a common one. And you know, it's, it's really about alleviating that and, removing yourself as the bottleneck. You know, it's funny. We, uh, it's, it, I'll, I'll validate that for you, Aaron. Not that you need my validation, but I will, you know, here at Fully Accountable, we, we represent a bunch of e-commerce clients and we've noticed some of the early prospects, the one who are a little smaller on the scale, we've noticed it's somewhere between 60 and 75 grand a month. I don't know why that's the number, but somewhere between the, that bogey, we notice an entrepreneur keeps like gets up close to 75 and then blows their knee out and gets mm -hmm. back to like 48,052, kind of goes back up, falls back down. Have you seen a trend like that where these kind of smaller do it all yourself, you know, where, where that kind of happens, but that's some of the stuff we've benchmarked and noticed. Yeah. Look, do you know, it happens across a scale from anywhere from 20 grand and I've seen up to three, 400,000 yeah. a month in sales. To be honest, um, it's, it depends on, uh, it's rarer for the, for the higher end of the scale, obviously, right. but yeah. you know, it's, it's some, it's anywhere really from, you know, five figures to six figures a month and people are going to yeah. get stuck. Um, well, I, I, we, you know, by the way, I, I firmly believe, you know, this is, you know, we're on round four of eight figure companies that, you know, I've had the privilege of, of, of growing. And, you know, one thing I can tell you is once you hit seven figures, everybody listening, it's like starting over again. So don't think you make it to seven and you suddenly got it figured out. It's when the real party starts that you got to figure out how to grow your team and do all this other stuff. And so I'm not suggesting, I just noticed in e-com, very small, there's one or two people, right? It's usually a very small team. Uh, you know, we have this lady, wonderful lady, just like party center thing and it's her and like one other person and they're going to do 700 grand this year in gross revenue. It's wonderful, but she's got, she cannot break through that next piece. She just yeah. can't do it. And so I, you were just going to say some of the other indicators of why, you know, they need to be reaching out to Aaron and your team. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, basically it's usually a plateau that happens or, you know, you've got all these plates spinning things start to decline. Yep. Another thing is, um, the competition is coming in, you know, on Amazon e-commerce, what can happen is why you, you launch a product, things go well. And you know, you're basically dominate, dominating the, the search results and all of a sudden from nowhere comes competition. Mm. There's a lot of Chinese sellers uh, or, you know, just general competition. And then within a few months you have five of their products on page one and you know, you're, they're taking a big part of the market share and that's a big problem obviously because your sales are going to plummet. So the reality is they just got their revenue. The competition's got their revenue driving systems dialed into a finer degree and they're just rinsing and repeating. And that's a big challenge where, Know, which people are seeing and with the right systems, launch systems in place, uh, you know, various other systems for our model, it's going to really help them. Yeah. So uh, to get to specific on that, cause this is an Amazon business is where most of your clients are, right? So that client yeah. has kind of lost contact with doing keyword grouping. They're not updating the listing. They're not managing the page. You know, they're, yeah. they're not dealing with the, the, what I consider the SEO side of Amazon and other, you're saying other companies are doing sp spending most of their energy there and they're just whooping them and getting those primary listings on the first page product duplication. And so you guys have systems in place to kind of help deal with that stuff. Is that right? 
That's absolutely correct. So, you know, on Amazon, there's, there's a, a handful of real revenue driving systems. So we've got the product launch system, which is the, the system from, you know, highlighting an opportunity to launching the product. Yep. That's what we call the product launch system. There's li- listing optimization, which is, okay, we've got, say we had 20 listings that are ticking over and ranked. What do we need to do each month to continue to uh, keep these at the top and, and selling? Um, you know, another revenue driving system is the you know, paid advertising PPC on Amazon and off Amazon. So you've got um, the various different, you know, Amazon sponsored ads and yep. Amazon marketing systems inside of the Amazon platform that you need to be definitely optimizing, you know, weekly um, and running profitable campaigns to be able to to basically keep your product selling well and to, to drive the sales and momentum. Because momentum is a huge thing on Amazon specifically. Um, and it's one of the most costly things to lose in terms of you know, launching products and, you know, because of the algorithms on Amazon yeah. and how they work, it's, it's, uh, it's very exciting when you get that momentum, but maintaining it is a big challenge for people. All right. So here we are. Hey, everybody. We're with Aaron, the founder and operator of systemsculturepact.com. I got a question for you, Aaron. So let's assume our listeners who are in the e-com world or want to be, they get it. Like, there's things you got to do. You got to have structure in place. So let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about, you know, this idea of having a staff of 45, right? So like, what's one of the hardest things you find yourself dealing with these days of, of having an, org- an organization that large that you have to manage regularly? Okay. So full transparency right now, we have a team of team of eight. The partners that I was working with back then, we kind of went our separate ways. So I okay. wanted to focus more on gotcha. some of the, the things which really resonate with me. So when we you was there, that off, move that on in a different way. And so now you're in the business of keeping, do you have a brand going yourself in addition to coaching others? Or are you just in the process of helping other people with their Amazon brands? So we, we have a couple of uh, brands ourselves and one of the, um, the big takeaways for me and w- one of the reasons why um, the, the company is called systems culture and impact is because I'm all about how we can help entrepreneurs, get more freedom, you know, mm. and to scale the business, but then yeah. use it as a force of good and create impact in the world through their brand, through their, through their product. So not only to the customers, but also uh, to, you know, benefactors in our world, we, gotcha. we support the children of the Philippines. There's a lot of street children there. And we, every time we sell a product um, or every time that a new client comes on into our, our consulting business is we provide food and a place for them to study so that they can break the cycle of cool. poverty Love for their it. families. That's that's that's, really what I'm all about. I love that. That So, hey, listen, everybody, if you're doing nothing else and you're looking to figure out Amazon, why not be with a guy and his team who give a crap about making sure the kids are off the street and educated? You're teaching people how to fish, not just giving them some food. I love it, Aaron. So now you're officially my favorite London guy because that's awesome. (laughs) So That's really cool. Um, so what's the hardest part, uh, for you with your eight right now? Like what, what are you struggling with the most as the operator of your business? Okay. So for, in the Amazon world, uh, my partner takes care of the Amazon stuff for me. So it's more, it's, you know, I'm kind of out that picture. I'm more of an advisor, but it's, it's really, um, in terms of the, um, the, the challenge of transitioning from, okay, e-commerce, Amazon, we, we had to just kind of dial in what we really wanted to do with our, mm. our business. We had different brands and it's about really, you know, I don't want to just sell widgets on Amazon. I don't yeah. want to sell widgets on e-commerce. I want to, everything that I do wants to be aligned with my, my, my vision and my purpose of how I want to show up. And that again comes back to serving these kids in the Philippines. And so we have a, a brand 
right now, which is all about health. And we've integrated our, our mission into, into that brand. So but still it's really focused same. on a specific audience of Amazon owners and then use that process to kind of uh, invest back into this primary mission you have. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's cool. the best. Cool. So you're, 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 you're not playing along with me here, Aaron. So in running your eco business, what's the hardest thing you're struggling with right now? Okay. So it's really the, to be able to basically source and launch most relevant products for our, for our niche. So that's yeah. always can be a challenge with the particular products that we're selling. Yeah. So it's about, it's kind of a supply issue, but I mean, that's, that's a, it's a challenge we can overcome. Those so what about people hearing or, 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 or I would imagine because this is kind of a little bit of a pivot, which is awesome that people being aware of this is available as an opportunity to them. How are you doing on getting that awareness out there? In terms of the, the coaching? Yes. Yep. Yeah, so we have, it's relatively new. We've launched it like maybe two months ago. Okay. Um, I've, been helping, I've been helping people for the last couple of years in terms right. of uh, coaching them. And, and right now, you know, we've got a couple of strategic partnerships in terms of JVs. Yeah. We've just done a, a big one last week. Um, I'm speaking uh, quite often. I've got, you know, a few events coming up. One at the end of this month. And so you're in the hustle mode of getting get awareness out there, which yeah. is awesome. Um, yeah, man. That's, that's great. And so, um, all right, cool. So one of the things I love to do on the show is what can we do for you? So what can our audience, they, who, by the way, don't miss this. They love to help. Every, every speaker who actually takes me up on what I'm about to ask you gets it. The ones who are like, oh, no, it's all good, miss it. Like there's giving. There's another part of giving, right? You're giving all this good information and it's receiving a gift from some of our audience. So what can, what's something you need help with right now? That's a great question. So the immediate thing that comes to my mind is anyone who has any contacts to, um, to, to speak in arrangements involved with how to use your, your company as a force of good, any, any speaking arrangements in the e-commerce space, any, uh, any way, um, any joint venture, potential uh, partnerships, anything the like in terms of how we can help you build stru structure systems and team. All right, so can I help tighten up that request for you? So yeah. Aaron's making a request, everybody, of, you know, if it's in the e-commerce space, that's the audience he lives with and runs with. If you are in that space where you have influencers who will have either events speakers or have an audience and need to be in a relationship with Aaron and his crew, then connect him. That's what we do. We network, get him in touch with those people. So I'm going to get you in touch with a good pal of mine, Ryan Moran. I'm, I don't know if you know Ryan, you're friends with Ryan, but I'll get you connected with him and you guys can go roll. We have a whole bunch of clients. I'd also like to offer you that if you ever have a show or something in your back end and you want either me or one of our CFOs from Fully Accountable to come on and talk with you about kind of some of the finance side of it, we'd be delighted to offer that kind of just mm -hmm. so it's there talking about it. But we'd love to support you in any way. Um, all right, cool. Absolutely. Oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? I've got a question. So how can I best support you guys and you, Vinny, for instance, on your, on your new ventures that you've got going on? Uh, you know, total team is rolling. I mean, we work, our Rolodex and our clients seems to be that everyone who's a digital piece, you know, we, we did something cool here at total team, you know, full accountable is rolling, right? We'll always work with e-commerce companies, digital companies. So if you're struggling with, you know, having, 
the finance piece of your place in place, you know, that's what we do. We're experts at it. A total team, we're doing something neat, right? We've built an entire platform to manage a team department for small businesses who just don't do that. What we've offered that's kind of cool is we will do the all the hiring, the training part for the team. We won't charge what recruiters do, a success fee. The reason why is because we want you in our system, in our platform, so we're having a lot of success. So teams who need someone to actually do successful hiring and engage and get them on, and I'm not necessarily talking just about VA and outsource stuff, because that's got a unique piece to it. I'm talking about building up uh, your, your probably what I would call onshore team, whether that's you know in different offices or not. Yeah. But on, on offshore team brings on different complexities, uh, which we do, but uh, so we'd be happy to help um, one anybody who needs the help with that, or two, just come and support us and you know be inside of our uh, our social environment, giving back and contributing to what owners really need. Because our mission is to stop the number two reason businesses fail is the wrong team members or missing the team members you need. And so we want to build a culture of A players. So anything we can do to have more people like you who are focused on that, please support us in any way you can because that we need to stop that for entrepreneurs. And that's what we're really all about. Absolutely. You know, there's going to be a ton of people coming through my world. So, you know, the accountant side of things are, is always a challenge yeah. um, at some it? stage. So, uh, Getting that piece dialed in, you know, I'll be more than happy to that. Uh, All right, everybody, listen, we are with Aaron from systemscultureimpact.com, and he put a branded URL, which you'll have down below, at forward slash total CEO. So this show, you can always go back to there. But go check them out. If you are an Amazon owner and you're needing to take it up another level, nice swat on the fly there, Aaron. Good catch. Love it. And so <laughs> – They've got that thing dialed in. I love where he's civically minded and giving back to the to the community of the Philippines and his workers and all the people that are there. But you know, that's what systemscultureimpact.com does. So they're all about investing back in the Amazon order. So you have the lifestyle, the engagement and freedom in your business to really go put your energy and investment into things where you want to move value in this world. Aaron, thanks for being on the show today. It's been great. Benny, pleasure. Absolutely loved it. All right, buddy. Hey, you have a good one, and everybody go check them out. Thanks, Benny. Take care now. Bye.